0: This is Philip and Laura Baker, and welcome to The Path TV, episode 19. Time flies when you're having fun. Hey, I want to thank everyone for reaching out to us, letting us know uh, what the path means to you. Where in the world are you? Uh, Man, we love to hear from you guys and letting us know Russia, China, Africa, America. Continue to do that as soon as this episode is over. Let let us know where, where you're watching this from. As always, again, welcome to The Path TV. This is all about a great marriage is not a destination, it's a path, it's a journey. Yeah. You know, somebody once said, uh, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. Well, that's, that, that's what we're doing. Every episode we're just taking another bite, we're getting a little bit further along the path, and uh, we're getting to that area of a great marriage. We're getting there, we're getting there. And uh, we're having fun doing it, right?
1: Absolutely. I was thinking about the other day. Um, You know, of course, I'm going to relate things to uh, shopping in the mall because Mm -hmm. you're good at it. I like, I like, I like to do that. Mm -hmm. But you know, when you go into a big, big mall, and I, you know, most of us have done this, gone to a big mall. Maybe you're not familiar with that mall, and you go into a store. When you come out, do you turn right? Do you turn left? Which way? How did I get here? Which way am I going? you have to be intentional to remember what direction you're going. Well, what you're doing right now is intentional. It's it's investing into your marriage. Right. It's investing into your relationship. Mm-hmm. It's intentional. And so I'm proud of you. We're really proud of you because, you know, you can't have something unless you invest your money, your time, your emotions, and your energy. And that's what you're doing today. So welcome to the path. We are we're starting a series, a two-part series, and it's, it's, I'm excited about this one because it's, it's different. Very, Absolutely. very different.
0: What we want to do is we're going to begin a two-part series on having an enemy-free home. And we want to expose how the enemy, how the devil, yeah. how demonic power comes against marriages, families, homes. And Now listen, we're, we're not talking about what a devil looks like, where a devil comes from. We're not, we're not, we're not going in that direction what we want to do is, is how does the enemy manifest in our homes, in our life, in our marriage, in our family? What, what are the ways that, that the devil manifests? Because there are some common ways. Yes. You know, the, the, the devil's been around uh, for a long time. You know, Laura and I, we're, you know, we've been married 33 years, and, but the devil's been around attacking marriages for thousands wow. of years. He's got a good game plan. But, you know, at the same time, we got the Holy Ghost. And we don't have to be ignorant of His devices. And so uh, we want to we expose some of the ways that the enemy manifests in our, in our marriage and causes chaos, divorce, strife, and just blows things up. We, we don't have to be caught off guard. We can know how He operates and we can, we can come against that. And so, uh, you know, a little story time I know you're going to know what I'm talking about. You know, you're driving down the road and uh, you're minding your own business. And, you know, you're over in the right lane and uh, and, and and you want to get over. And so, you know, you, you look in the mirror. You know, you look over and you look in the mirror. And uh, you might even kind of glance back a little bit. You know, you look in the rear view and there's, there's no one there. So, you know, you hit your blinker. And you go to you go to get over you go to get over all right, you don't know, you know you've been there and all of a sudden you hear a horn just blaring at you and you look you look over and there's a car mm-hmm. there, you say what happened it right. slipped up in your blind spot didn't That's right. it? It got up in your blind spot. You looked in the mirror and it wasn't there. You looked in the rearview mirror and it wasn't there. It was was right back here. It slipped up into your blind spot and you never knew it was there until you went to get over. Alright listen, the enemy so many times, so many times will slide up into your blind spot. The blind spot of your home, the blind spot of your marriage, spot of your family, and it's it's just sitting there. It's just just sitting there, just gliding along right there, right there, causing chaos, causing turmoil, causing problems, stealing your peace, stealing your joy. Come on, causing trouble, and you never even know that devil, that enemy is there. These two episodes of The Path, Man, we want to expose the enemy, and we want, to, we, want to, we want to get that devil out of your blind spot. Amen? Absolutely. Amen. And so today's dynamic is, is this right here. It says, to have a great marriage, we must remove the enemy from our blind spot. And we really want to focus in on that. Now, our scripture today, we want to come out of Ephesians 6.12. Ephesians 6.12, but i tell you what, let, let me, let's read verse 10 through 12. It says, Finally, my brethren, finally husbands and wives, finally families, be strong in the Lord and the power of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the, the wiles of the devil, the ways of the devil, the devices of the devil, the ways the enemy operates Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. But watch this. Against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. But hey, how about we do this. Against spiritual wickedness that hides in your blind spot, causing trouble and chaos and turmoil, stealing your peace, stealing your joy. And it's not supposed to be there, That's right. but it's there because we don't even know that devil is there. Why? Because it has gotten up into our blind spot. Wherefore, take unto us the whole armor of God, that we may be able to stand in this evil day, and having done all to stand, stand. Amen? Great, great word there from the word of the Lord, from the word of God. And so uh, let's, let's come against these enemies today. And so we we got, we got three enemies that we're going to look at in this episode, and we got three more enemies we're going to look at in the next episode. And, uh, man, I believe it's really going to set you free. going to set you free. And I believe what's going to happen, watch this. The Holy Ghost is going to adjust your mirror. Going to adjust that mirror so you can see, come on, that enemy that's there that you didn't even know is there. All right? And so, the first one. Yeah, go ahead. Let me just
1: say this. You know, first, I think one of the first things you have to do is recognize that there is an enemy. I mean, the enemy does not want you to have a healthy marriage, a strong marriage. The enemy is definitely, especially in America, I mean, it's coming against, with the divorce rate the way it is, with people getting married later in age, the enemy is coming strong at families, strong at marriages, strong at churches. And so you've got to know that there is an enemy, and then the next thing is you've got to be able to be willing to confront it. And so, first thing we're going to do today is talk about the enemies and the the common things. It's it's they're common in every household. It's it's very easy. It's not like you're you're different, you're special. Mm -hmm. It's common. He comes he comes at us that way. And the very first one is the spirit of fear.
0: Spirit of fear.
1: Spirit of fear.
0: Oh, I know you hate fear. I hate fear. She hates fear. I Trust hate me. Fear. She hates fear. She hates every <laughs> kind of fear. This is not the woman that you want to jump out from behind the bushes and scare. She oh, will body slam you. I
1: will. It evokes anger in she me. Like,
0: she, doesn't like, she doesn't like that fear, but, but she doesn't really like it in, in other people. I've seen her minister along these lines so many times.
1: It's just something that God's dropped in my heart. But when you live in fear, and I'm not talking, the fear I'm talking about isn't the fear when you jump out and you scare, the emotion, I'm talking about a spirit of fear that you've allowed to come in because what it does is it, it holds you from giving. It causes you not to want to give. I'm not talking about money, I mean money's part of it, but I 'm not talking about right. that, but when you have fear on you, you won't give of yourself, you won't give of your emotions yeah. you won't give of your uh, of your heart. you hold things back out of fear
0: time time yeah, emotions, compassion yeah.
1: absolutely forgiveness forgiveness you know you't you, yeah. you hold that back because if i do if I, if I give that. There's that fear. That's where the fear comes in. If I give that, if I if I let my guard down, that fear, I'm going to be hurt. I'm going to be. I'm going to be left. I'm going to be. Right. Uh, you know, I'm going to be destroyed. Um, they're not going to receive it. It's that spirit of fear that tries to get in uh, your home. It gets in your marriages, mm-hmm. and it'll it'll trickle all the way down to your children. And so you've got to address if that's coming into your life. You've got to address. Am I dealing with that? And and I'll tell you, you know we don't recognize that sometimes because fear doesn't always manifest as you know,
0: scare. Yeah. blind Fe- spot. Remember blind spot.
1: Fear can manifest as anger.
0: Mm-hmm. It
1: can manifest a lot of ways. You ever you ever met somebody? You ever been around somebody that you're like, gosh, they're so angry. They're so angry. And you think, you know, the Holy Spirit says, well give them a hug or tell them something nice and you're like, I don't I don't want to tell them something. They're mean. That's not always, anger is sometimes, anger is sometimes fear.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm going to be angry out of fear so that you don't hurt me, so that I keep right. you away from me.
0: You don't take away what I have.
1: Right. That's what it is right there. You don't take away what I have. Right. And so we've got to address that fear is big.
0: Absolutely. And that fear gets in our blind spot and it makes us make decisions that keep us from being blessed. Because yeah. once again, if, if, If you don't give, you can't receive. If you live close-fisted, then your fist is not in position to receive from God. You know, one of the things we're real passionate about, and we're going to get into a lot of financial things in the days ahead, because that's one of the main reasons that marriages end in divorce is because of finances. One of the keys to being blessed is to be a tither. Well, the reason a lot of people do not tithe is because of the spirit of fear that's snuck up in their blind spot. Because every time they think about tithing, that spirit of fear begins to whisper and says, you know, now's not a good time to do that. Now's not a good time to do that. You know, watch. As soon as you commit... To tithing, uh, something's going to happen. Right. Something's going to happen to the car. Something's going to happen to the house. The air, air, air conditioner's going to go out. You're going to blow a tire. We're you're going to take on money. the new bill. We're going
1: to need that
0: money. We're going to need that money. You're going to need that money. So don't tithe because you're going to need that money. And wouldn't it be embarrassing if you had to go back to the church and ask for it back? Wouldn't it be embarrassing if you made a commitment to tithe and then you had to break that commitment? Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Listen, you got a devil in your blind spot, whispering in your ear. It's a spirit of fear. It's a spirit of fear. It keeps you from giving. Keeps you from giving. Anything keeps you from giving. Yeah. Last thing devil wants you to do is be a giver. He wants you to live close fisted.
1: Which is close minded, close hearted. It's, it's everything's closed.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, we want to take a moment and give you an opportunity to reach out and uh, grab a hold of our newest book. It's called The Build. Leadership Builds God's Churches, ministries in your life. It, uh, the Build is for anyone that has a desire to move the kingdom forward, impact God's churches, build a life that experiences success. Since 1994 we've been passionately dedicated to raising up godly leaders. The Build contains revelation stories, and 203 I call them builds that have equipped thousands of leaders around the world. And so uh, check this out. We're going to be back in 60 seconds, and it'll tell you how to get a hold of the bill. Welcome back to The Path TV. Again, we're Philip and Laura Baker. And uh, hey, you're going to love the build. Just go over to our website, philipbaker.org, and uh, you can order it there, and we'll get it out to you. And it'll come to you signed, just something Laura and I love to do. And hey, while you're at our website, check out our itinerary. Uh, We're in over 50 churches a year all over the world, and maybe we're coming to a church near you. And so check out our itinerary. There's a lot of things on the website that'll bless you. And also, while you're there, make sure and sign up for The Daily Move. It's a free email that comes every morning that will bless your socks off. All right. Hey, we're talking about having an enemy-free zone, uh, enemy-free home. And we have identified enemy number one. Uh, They're not in order of importance, but it's just number one, which is the spirit of fear. That spirit will keep you from... Giving, it'll keep you living a close-fisted, close-hearted, close-minded life. All right, the second uh, enemy that we want to expose today is the spirit of poverty. Okay, now watch this. The spirit of giving, the spirit of fear keeps you from giving. The spirit of poverty keeps you from receiving, okay? It's hard to receive when you have a spirit of poverty on your life. You say, why? Because every time you reach your hand out to receive what God has for you, the spirit of poverty will slap your hand and it'll say, now get your hand back in your pocket. You know you don't deserve that. You know oh, you've been lying, you've been cheating, you've been stealing, you've been cussing. You know you haven't kept your promises. You know you haven't made your commitments. You know you're not perfect. You know, you know, you know. You know. Get your hand back in your pocket. You know you don't deserve to have what God has you. Matter of fact, how dare you reach out for more of what God has for you? You just need to be appreciative for what you have because, you know, there's people all over the world that don't have what you have. And so you just need to be thankful. And matter of fact, really, you don't deserve to have any more than what you already have because you know you have flaws and mistakes wow. and you know all of your sin. And and, and oh, here's the spirit of poverty here also. And listen, and you know that if you really were blessed, 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 if you came into a lot of abundance, you couldn't handle it and you would walk away from God, walk away from the kingdom. And so again, uh, you just need to stay where you are, stay in your lane because you don't deserve yeah. more. It would destroy you if you did and you just need to stay where you are, stay in that, in that season and that area of lack and just be thankful. Oh, if you've ever heard any of that, you're listening to a spirit of poverty yeah. that has snuck quietly, snuck up into your blind spot.
1: It's false humility is what it is. Oh, that's good. It's false humility. Well, this is, you know, I just... Yes, we're always thankful for what we have. Yes. Absolutely. And yes, in America we have we have more than most countries, most people. We do. But you can't it's it's really not about the things. Yeah. You know, it's it's not it's not about that. It's it's not about things. It's about that poverty mentality. Right. Cuz listen, you know, what if you did get more money? What if you did get more, you know, why wouldn't you use it to bless the kingdom? Why wouldn't you use it to grow the kingdom? Right. You know, it no, the enemy tells you you wouldn't. It wouldn't do. It wouldn't do you good. Right. But you know what? You just t- say, if I'm blessed, I'm going to bless the kingdom. I'm going to be. You know, I'm going to be more of a giver. I'm going to help people.
0: Yeah. One of the greatest lies Satan's ever perpetrated on the church, or marriages, is that God doesn't want you blessed mm-hmm. uh, too much because uh, it'll destroy you. Right. What a lie from the pit of hell. the The, the truth is. Uh, Satan doesn't want you blessed right. because he doesn't want you building the kingdom. The truth is God wants you blessed to be a blessing instead of broke to be a burden yes. so that you can do more to build the kingdom. But as long as that spirit, that, that nasty spirit of poverty mm-hmm. is whispering in your ear, hiding in your blind spot, uh, that's not going to happen. Right. So we got this spirit of fear that keeps us from giving. We got this spirit of poverty that keeps us from receiving. And you know, a lot of times that spirit of giving and spirit of poverty, they operate right. together and they're, and they're hanging out together in your blind spot. And one of them's got you from keeping you from giving. The other one's keeping you from receiving. Right. And how much does that have you behind the eight ball? Right. Ooh, that's where a lot of people are around the world. So uh, enemy number one, spirit of, uh, spirit of fear. Enemy number two, spirit of poverty. Enemy number three, spirit of infirmity, spirit of infirmity. This is a devil, this is an enemy that gets us, that gets in our blind spot and keeps us in this forever, never-ending season of disease, sickness, weakness, physically, emotionally, mentally, where we're just always in a a season of of hurt and yeah. weakness and sickness and disease, and it, and it just it 's mm-hmm. just never ending and there's a lot of people that have that that spirit of infirmity, and here 's how you know you know once again, the spirit of infirmity has a voice, and it 's always whispering, whispering 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 in your ear. What are some of the things that it says it says uh, it says, "You know what you 're tough enough." You can live with this.
1: Mm.
0: Whatever you're going with, you know, listen, you're, you can handle it. You're tough enough. And you know what? You, you need to be thankful it's not worse. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people around the world and they're, they're dealing with a lot worse things going on in their body and in their mind than you. You know, you just need to be appreciative. It's not worse. It's not worse. And, you know, and, and then listen, remember... No matter how bad things are here on the earth, no matter how bad you're dealing with things in your body or your mind, you're still getting to go to heaven. And so isn't that good? Yeah. And you know, being sick and having a disease and be, and dealing with things in your mind, that's a small price to pay for going to heaven. Oh, you, listen, you're, you're, you're hearing lies from the pit of hell. Alright? Right? Jesus didn't come just so that we could go to heaven. He also came so that we could have heaven on earth. So we could be blessed to be a blessing. So we could walk in divine health. That's why he took those stripes on his back. By his stripes we were healed. He came so we could have life and life more abundantly. It's Satan. It's that spirit of infirmity that comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And and here's one of the worst pieces of garbage that comes out of his mouth. He convinces people, "Hey, don't you like the sympathy? Don't you like it when people call and check on you and they and they ask what's going on? And don't you love the sympathy? Don't you love that pat on the back?" and that affection. Okay. And don't you love being able to call people and say, oh, will you pray for me? Will you pray for me? And then you call somebody else, will you pray for me? Will you pray for me? And people call, and they check on you. Don't you love the sympathy? Uh, uh, you, come on. How would you like it if no one called on you? Uh, how could you live without all that? Listen, that's the spirit of infirmity. And Jesus didn't come and take those stripes on his back so that we we could live that way. God wants you to walk in divine health. He wants you healed. And not only does he want you healed, but he wants you to be a vessel that the healing power of God flows through. Amen? We got this spirit of fear that keeps us from giving, we got this spirit of poverty that keeps us from receiving. And now we got this spirit of infirmity that keeps us weak and hurting and in pain and sore and stiff and inflamed and sick and diseased. Oh, listen, we got to get these devils out of our blind spot. Let me say
1: something about that spirit of infirmity because it, you know, what you're saying, baby, can come across uh, like you're attacking a person. Listen, we know that some of you out there, you're dealing with stuff in your body. We understand. We're dealing with
0: stuff in our body.
1: We understand that's real. We are not coming against that. What he's saying, and let me just, I know you said it, but let me just say it again. Listen, we don't hate you. We hate disease. We hate what the enemy has put on you because that wasn't God's plan. That wasn't God's desire. God did not do that. God did not put that on you. It does not say that in the word. God is the one that wants you healed. We want you healed. He's not, you're not attacking a person that's dealing with stuff. No, it's that voice. Yeah, that voice. We're attacking that spirit that, 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 you know, and sometimes it's generational. Mm -hmm. You have to be really careful that, you know, you grew up in a home where someone was always, always had something going on, was always sick, that that can jump on you, that generational thing. And it's all you really know. But see, if you get in the Word, if you get in the Word, if you get in the Word. Renew your mind. Renew your mind. And that's where, you know, when Philip was reading Ephesians 6 and 10, it says, you know, it, you, it talks about that. It talks about putting on the full armor of God. Listen, the full armor of God, that's your prayer language. That's why it's so important that, you, that you're praying every day. You're spending time with God. So, mm-hmm. so when this spirit of fear, spirit of poverty, spirit of infirmity, he'll show it to you. He'll yeah. make sure that you know it's there. That's, that's why that is so important that you spend time with your father, that you spend time listening to his voice. And he'll show you. He'll go, hey, something's sneaking up on you. Something's sneaking up on you. Look, look, turn around. You're listening to the wrong voice. Yeah.
0: You're listening to a voice that's taking you down the wrong road. And that's what we hate.
1: That's right. We
0: hate that devil. We hate that voice. We hate its impact on all of our life. That's right. And we we don't want nothing in our blind spot. So here's my challenge for you today. We got to find out who we are in Christ. Yes. We've got to find out that authority that we have in Christ. We've got to find out the power that's in the name of Jesus. We've got to yes. find out that we're seated in Christ in heavenly places far above principalities and powers and dominion and might. We've got to find out that, that in Christ Jesus, we've been given power and authority over the enemy. Yes, and the Holy amen. Ghost adjusts our mirror, and we see that devil, and we rebuke that devil, we bind that devil, and we command that devil to go in Jesus' name. And that's something you've got to do for yourself. God do, God's not in the mountain moving business. He said for you to speak to the mountain and command it to be cast that's into right. the sea. You've got to take authority over that enemy and command it to go. So find out who you are in Christ. Get in, the, uh, get in the epistles. There's over 130 scriptures that tell you who you are in Christ. Begin to meditate on those scriptures. Declare them. Prophesy them. Uh, just dwell on them. And, and, and start building yourself from the inside out. And, and confront those devils and and come against those devils in the name of Jesus. Yes. And remember, you'll never conquer something you're unwilling to confront. Yes. Amen. Good. Hey, thank you so much for joining us uh, in this episode, the nineteenth episode of the Path TV. And remember, episode twenty, we're going to talk about uh, we're going to talk about some more of these uh, enemies that come slide by. up into our blind spot. We're going to talk about the spirit of strife. The spirit of offense. We're going to talk about the spirit of religion. You're not going to want to miss it. Hey, remember, go to our website, philipbaker.org. Sign up for the Daily Move. Hey, Listen, as soon as this is over, go over to philipbaker.org. It takes 15 seconds to sign up. Sign up for the Daily Move. Just your name and your email tomorrow morning. Your first one will come. It'll take about 15 seconds to read, but it'll impact you, spirit, soul, and body. Yes. And then, hey, the build is waiting on you. And listen, if you want to catch up on all these episodes of The Path TV uh, and you want to go back and watch them all, subscribe to our YouTube channel, yep. PBM Philip Space Baker. They're all there waiting for you. And subscribe, hit that bell, and when another uh, episode comes out, you'll get it. Hey, God bless you. We'll see you next time on The Path.